0: This is the Ask Dr. Jill podcast, where Dr. Jill Wagner will have conversations and discussions designed to take the mystery out of medicine. Your next appointment toward living a healthier life begins right now. Greetings. I hope you are having an amazing day
1: and that you are loving yourself wholly and completely. I'm Dr. Jill Wagner, your host of the Ask Dr. Jill podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your life to spend a few moments with me. For those of you who don't know, I'm a concierge, board certified, family practice physician. I've been practicing for several decades, and those decades have given me loads of experience and a little bit of insight this podcast is an opportunity to share both of those with you. My practice is located in the Dallas area, and if you would like to become a patient in that practice, I'll share contact information later in the broadcast. But for now, let's get started with this episode of Ask Dr. Jill. Today, we are going to talk about Covid brain. I I know um, so many of you. We are well into this pandemic, and hopefully, we are on the other side of it. And so many of you either have experienced Covid yourself in terms of an infection, or you know somebody who's had it. I've had lots of patients who uh, have been infected with the virus. One of the things that I have seen throughout the pandemic and uh, the various uh, forms of COVID I've seen a lot of brain fog. What people describe as brain fog, and so initially uh, with the initial variant, well, I guess they weren't the initial variant. That was just initial COVID. Uh, one of the symptoms was people would lose their smell and their taste. Then, as different variants came along, that particular symptom, the the loss of of taste and smell, went away. But the the thing that lingered was this brain fog. So first of all, let me tell you, brain fog is not a real medical term, but it's one that people use to describe a range of symptoms. And those symptoms include things like poor concentration or feeling fatigued, uh, feeling confused, thinking more slowly than usual. So processing, just processing information seems to go really slow. Fuzzy thoughts, forgetfulness, lost words, and just overall mental fatigue. In some other places where people experience brain fog, uh, some women describe brain fog after they've had babies and other people after they've had chemotherapy, they talk about this brain fog or the fact that the brain doesn't function the same for a while. So brain fog can feel similar to the effects of sleep deprivation or extreme stress. And it's not the same as dementia. It doesn't mean that the structure of the brain uh, has been altered in some way. It just means that the brain is not functioning in the way that it should. The good news is most people usually recover from brain fog uh, you may get similar symptoms after other infections or head injuries, and even some women from, from menopause. Uh, brain fog is also common if you have depression, anxiety, or stress. But as I said, the good news is most people recover But the brain fog that you get while recovering from coronavirus uh, seems to vary over time. So for some people, it may be intense initially. For other people, it may not come until several weeks after they have recovered from the initial uh, virus. Um, And it's not just people who are in the hospital or who develop severe covid who can develop brain fog, it's also a common part of what has now become known as long hauler syndrome or long COVID. Anxiety, low mood, and fatigue all play a role in affecting how your brain functions. So if you're feeling any of those things, then your brain is probably being adversely affected. So short term, how do you help brain fog? Uh, what do you do to make yourself feel better? Well, let me tell you, before I give you this list, you have to remember, I am not your physician. Well, some of you I might be, but this is not a medical visit per se. So I'm not giving you medical advice. I am giving you recommendations that you might want to consider. And you always want to make sure that you go and talk to your personal health care provider about any of these things. But here's some information about short-term brain fog, and some of the things that you may do. First is to stay hydrated. You know, we've talked in another podcast about how important hydration is for the brain. So if you're experiencing some brain fog, you want to make sure that you get hydrated. The same thing is about getting enough sleep. You know sleep is critical for your brain to function optimally, but also to heal itself. Regular exercise, ideally outside, if you can go outside, keeping your weight healthy. So if you can get that weight as close to a good, healthy, stable weight so that you're not going up and down, that's a good thing. Meditation. When you're experiencing brain fog, sometimes Meditation can help you just reel those thoughts in, calm that brain, so that it will be able to heal itself and to operate uh, optimally. The other thing is make sure you take regular breaks. Now, all of us, uh, or many of us, I want never say all, many of us pride ourselves in the fact that we can work and churn things out and, you know, take as much time as we need to really focus and get the job done. But sometimes breaking is just what your brain needs. So if you're experiencing brain fog, make sure that you put in your schedule regular breaks. Because what happens when you really get foggy, you will find yourself taking much longer to complete a task. Where if you just take a break, your brain can recover Rev back up, and then you'll be much more efficient. Also, take times to do things you enjoy. For example, make sure you're socializing with friends and family. I cannot tell you how important it is to make sure that you have a village, that you interact with people. It wakes your brain up. It wakes your spirit up. It just makes life much fuller. Stick with low risk alcohol drinking guidelines. Okay, what does that mean? You know, they recommended that for women you have no more than one alcoholic beverage a day, and men no more than two. Personally, if you are experiencing brain fog or you're recovering from something that has resulted in brain fog, I would recommend that you stay away from alcohol because we know that alcohol adversely affects the brain cells. So why would you add additional trauma to cells that are already trying to heal themselves and stop smoking if you smoke that's true for just about everything. Exercise, healthy eating, and, and no smoking. Just put that on your wall as some of those things that you do to make sure that you can stay well overall. I want to take just a quick break to remind you that this episode is brought to you by WellAware Supplements. Every wellness plan should include strategic supplementation, Vitamins, minerals, and herbal supplements that help you to achieve your health goals. At Well Aware, being your health partner is of the utmost importance. We have high-quality, affordable supplements that will be delivered directly to your doorstep. So you don't have to stand in the drugstore or health food store gazing at the endless shelves of supplements trying to make a decision about which ones are right for you. We make it easy, convenient, and affordable. To start your strategic supplementation today, go to askdrjill.net slash supplements and order yours now. So if you're really having a real hard time with brain fog, it's a good idea to talk to your employer or your manager at work because they don't know that you're struggling if you don't tell them. And, and sometimes that may entail you going to your doctor or healthcare provider and making sure that you get some documentation so that they can make adjustments for you, maybe give you a little more time to complete your task or those things that you have to do, maybe uh, spread that work out a little bit more. But that's really, really important. This is the other thing that you can do for work in particular plan and pace your day. So if you find that brain fog is worse for you later in the day or after lunch, then when you first get to work in the morning, make sure that you accomplish those tasks that require a lot of focus. If you're one of those people, you're not a morning person and your brain's a little foggy in the morning and you do better in the afternoon, then switch those tasks to the afternoon. Have a daily routine that works well for you. You are the only person who can determine really how your brain is functioning and, and make those adjustments. One thing that you can do also is to either use notes on your phone or your computer or some app, or write you a list of what you have to accomplish. Many people make a list anyway, but when you're foggy, you really want to have a list as a way of checking in during the day to make sure you're staying on track remove distractions if you can. So there are some of us who uh multitask or at least we try to multitask and I've told you before the brain was not created for multitasking. So you, you think you're doing great when you're multitasking, but we have all these things that distract us. So, you know, we might have some podcast going, hopefully it's mine, some podcasts going, and then you've got, you know, your list you're working on, you got your stuff you're working on uh, for your job. You can overwhelm yourself and overwhelm a brain that's foggy by having too many things to do at once. Then the other thing, you want to make sure that you keep using your memory. What does that mean? If you're going to go to, say, the break room and you have to get several things, just make a little mental list. I'm going to do this, this and this and make sure you do it. The other thing is if you're going in the grocery store, you know, we all make a list before we go to the grocery store. If you have less than five things, a good way to kind of stimulate your brain, particularly if you're experiencing fog. You might have the list, but don't refer to the list unless you absolutely have to. And kind of put scenarios together where you, let's say you have to get bananas and you've got a banana sitting on top of some water, you know, eating Uh, popcorn. And that helps you to remember those things. So try to engage your brain and use your memory so that you will stimulate your memory. Now, if your brain fog is not improving and you notice that it's affecting your day-to-day life, or if you're worried about your symptoms, what do you do then You go to the doctor specifically for that. So I've told you many times that you shouldn't do the oh, by the way thing, that you really, really should make this a visit. Go to the doctor to talk about brain fog so you all can talk about, do you need to see a neurologist? Do you need to see, um, you know, a neuropsychiatrist? Do you need to see someone else who can help you with this? What should you do if you're experiencing long-haul foggy brain? The first and most important thing is to see your doctor and share with her all of the symptoms that you're having, write them down before you go. Because when you engage with your health care provider, if they see that you have a list of things around one issue they understand how important it is. So these symptoms should include your brain fog and other neurological symptoms if you're having any tingling or numbness or uh, perhaps you do still have loss of taste and smell. Write those down because they're important to tell your doctor. Also, any other symptoms that you may be having. Let's say you're having shortness of breath or you're having palpitations or you've noticed some abnormality or changes in your stool or your urine. All of those things can be connected, believe it or not. So you want to make sure that you tell your, your health care provider what you're going to do. So, let's go back before we go to the things that I recommend that you do, even if you've talked to your doctor about it or if you haven't, because I think these are very important. Perform aerobic exercise every day. Make sure you move. A very good form of exercise for your brain is dancing. And the reason dancing is so good for your brain, because you've got to move to the beat of the music. I know some people are challenged with moving to the beat of the music, but you have to try to move to the beat of the music. Then you have to do coordinated steps. So your feet are moving in one direction. Your hands are moving in one direction. Your body may be doing a little groove that's different. All of that's important for your brain. So aerobic exercise. The next thing, eat a healthy diet. The Mediterranean diet is an excellent diet. It's good for most things, and it's been proven to improve thinking, memory, and brain health. The other thing, avoid alcohol and drugs. Um, Sometimes we get into the habit when we're not functioning optimally to try to do a drug that gives us, even for just a short period of time, you know, helps us to feel better. That's usually not a good idea because you're masking the symptoms, not making your brain better. Sleep, sleep, sleep. If you are tired, sleep. It helps your body and your brain clear out toxins and helps it work toward healing. So sleep, Make sure you stay social because being social is what we were created to do as human beings. Then the other things, um, you can listen to music and you can meditate or practice mindfulness and give yourself grace, give yourself time for your brain to heal and be honest with those people that you work with and your family to let them know what's going on. So as always, thank you so much for joining us on this Ask Dr. Jill podcast. I pray that you and those that you love have an amazing life, amazing day, and that all your dreams come true.
0: Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for care by a doctor or other qualified health professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help on your journey to wellness, seek assistance from a qualified medical professional. It is important that you have someone in your corner that is qualified, trained, licensed health practitioner, helping you make the health changes you desire as you venture toward the healthiest you possible.